Hey everyone, thanks for coming back. Um, on this episode, I have a very special guest. Um, mm. It's my wife, Gabby, um, my better half. Um, thanks for coming down to the studio. You're welcome. I live here. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we're really excited about doing this episode. Um, I know you said you were a little nervous. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to share too much. <laughs> no, you're good. People love to hear you talk. They love you. So, um, really excited. We were, were trying to do this earlier, but then we ran into some issues with our upstairs neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The constant <laughs> joys of living in an apartment. Yep. So, so recollections from a not as tiny apartment, but still an apartment. An apartment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about thrifting primarily um, and how kind of where it started for you and how you brought that into our marriage and mm -hmm. maybe the different iterations of how we started doing it and, and like yeah. the kind of just the story of formerly known as Halfway Crooks and now De La Luz <laughs> and then some of your projects that you're doing now. Um, so let's give a little bit of backstory of what what thrifting means to you, kind of where you got started and kind of it, before it was trendy, it was mm. just a way of life for you, right? Yeah. So I actually called my mom earlier because I, I mean, I know the story. I grew up thrifting, but I called her and was like, well, you know, why was it that you got into thrifting? And she was saying like, essentially she didn't have another choice. Like thrifting is a way of life when you don't have money, you're poor, you know? And, um, it was basically all she could afford. She lived like there where she lived, there was on the corner, there was a thrift store in Pomona in California. And she like used it as a distraction when she didn't have a job, when she was pregnant with me. And like, she basically discovered that you can buy like used clothing for like 50 cents. So I was literally born and then wore thrifted clothes. <laughs> um, and so that's been my life ever since and my mom like you know growing up is just super creative like she's always been this person that can like take something like a, a garment and make it into something wearable or into something different and I just grew up with like a really creative mom who worked with like within her means so I think thrifting for me just was a natural thing it's just something we did and you know, whether that was going to the thrift store, we did yard sales. Uh, I don't think we knew about estate sales at that mm -hmm. time, but primarily, you know, I, I grew up in the Inland Empire, California, um, the IE. And so just growing up, that that's what we did. We'd go out on a Saturday. My mom would take out like 40 bucks from the bank and she's like, we're not going home until this is spent. <laughs> so we'd go to a like... 18 yard sales a thrift store and um yeah so that's how I grew up with thrifting and I I love it I don't know that I could ever not thrift mm -hmm. you know and even as a teen like I and I think this is what kind of shaped me in my childhood and like my sense of style because you know when I was a teenager I was really into like rockabilly style um, primarily from my love of like just greasers and <laughs> like the movie grease and, and 
vintage, I guess. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that's what it was called. I didn't know that's what you called old clothes vintage. I didn't know that. Um, I just knew that that's what they wore back then. And I thought, like, this is cool and it's different. So I grew up being, like, the only greaser rockabilly girl in my high school. <laughs> I remember they did, like, a newspaper clipping <laughs> about me. <laughs> and asked me how long it took me to do my eyeliner i don't know but that that came from like me dressing in clothes that were from the thrift store and just different i never shopped at the mall like i would even get my shoes at the swamp meet Mm -hmm. like i just never really bought new clothing so yeah that's kind of how thrifting has shaped my life yeah and then well i I guess I introduced it to you. I don't know if you went thrifting before me or what was that for you? Um, I would say I had kind of like a limited introduction. I had a friend, Ruben, growing up that worked at Goodwill. And so he would find like all those kind of silly shirts in the mid-2000s, like the Ohio is for lovers shirts, you know, like yeah. the ones with like the weird <laughs> sayings and anything as abstract he would just buy because he thought it was funny. You know, mm-hmm. it was kind of like... That's kind of where I got into thrifting. My parents, they they didn't have a lot of money, but they wouldn't do any, like, secondhand shopping, which I, I wish they would have, you know, because I didn't really understand that was a thing growing yeah. up. Um, but I would say definitely introduced it to me in, like, a, like a bigger way. Mm-hmm. And I think I remember the first time we went and like, I didn't really know what to look for or what to do, you know? <laughs> You're like following me around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, until like, I realized you can find really cool stuff in there. Um, but yeah, you definitely introduced it full fledged into like being like a part of who I am. Um, so yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I think we, so we started, kind of getting into reselling vintage around like 2018 yeah so we got married in 2017 uh so it was about a year later um i would just thrift for myself and like things for the house or just to supply my hoarding tendencies um but as far as reselling i think there was just a resale culture that i didn't know about and i don't really know how it was introduced to us um, maybe we just happened upon the event, right? In, was, in Mesa or... Yeah, you talk about the 1999 trade show. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think we... Because um, I think what we started out doing was I would cut up swap meet t-shirts and put them on coats that we thrifted. Mm-hmm. And then we started selling those. Yeah. And it wasn't like true vintage. I mean, maybe a couple of the jackets were, but none of the shirts were. Right. Which is which is good that I didn't cut up vintage shirts. <laughs> yeah, but... I wouldn't. I wouldn't allow it. <laughs> oh, but we went to the 1999 trade show and it was like super small. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Like there was like seven vendors. Yeah, it was really small. Like, oh, this is cool. But man, it was so cool. And I just think that it kind of sparked in us like the want to resell. And I think, you know, something... I think about it's not so much the money for me. I have a hard time like mm-hmm. charging people for things that I thrift and I am still learning like the process of like they're paying for like the time that it takes more than anything. I could talk about that a different time. But <laughs> I think that 
you know, reselling for us was more of a hobby and more like just wanting to share the love of like thrifted items, like fashion, fashion, or, or just like being able to like reuse an item that was just stuck in a thrift store yeah. or in someone's house or, or like sometimes it's like one of those things where it's like a, an unearthed memory of someone like we'll yeah. find something. And then sometimes it happens for us, but sometimes it happens for like other people yeah. where it's like, I remember I had something like this as a, as a kid. Yeah. Nostalgia has a big part yep. in, in thrifting and in like just secondhand items. Like you just find that piece and you're like, yep. man, this is, I remember this or I remember something like this growing up and it has a big part to do with, yeah. with thrifting for sure. Or it could be just maybe I wanted this mm -hmm. as like a kid or, you know, yeah. and, and you can never get it. And now you can, you can get it. Yeah. Probably paying a lot more now, but, um, depends, uh, depends on if you source it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, depends. yeah. So we, and then we kind of did it, try to do it more actively mm -hmm. through halfway crooks. Mm -hmm. Um, we're still finding our footing with that. We did yeah. a couple shows. Yeah. A couple of events. A couple events. They weren't great. And I think when we were halfway crooks, I, I don't know that it necessarily represented like who we are. Yeah. Um, it was more like the scene that we were in and trying to figure things out. Mm -hmm. um, so I definitely don't regret that time at all, but I just don't know if it was true. To like who we are yeah. as people. not just, As a couple too. Yeah, as a couple. it's probably more me than Half just the name crook. alone. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like a Mob Deep reference. Right, you know? and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't that, know that, that works. <laughs> and I guess now it's more me, to be fair. but I Which think, is good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't... Yeah. Well, so now we're the La Luz Vintage, and I guess just to speak on that... Um, my abuelita, she, she, would, she said her name was Maria de la Luz, um, which it turns out it's not actually. Like, <laughs> Straight up lie? She, I don't know. Maybe she like told herself a lie. She's like, yeah, this is my name. Yeah. But I don't even think that's on her birth certificate. But oh I, I mean, I'm not going to question her. Yeah, yeah. I think my, my tia told me that that's not, or my mom, or I don't know. So anyways, <laughs> but my, my abuelita, like I grew up with her too, like, really getting into the yardas like mm -hmm. yard sales and like she would pick up like money off the floor and she'll take that to go to the yardas and like buy clothes that don't even fit her yeah. and, like because they don't make them like this in mexico <laughs> <laughs> and she'll just take that shit to mexico and like i wouldn't see it again or i'll even see her now and she'll be in pants that i had from when i was like 15 <laughs> And I'm like, how do you still have that? Like, you got any jinkos? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> That's worth money now. <laughs> but I remember, like, growing up, my mom's like, your your abuelita's coming. You better hide your clothes that you don't want her to take because she'll go in your closet and you won't even know she's in there until it's too late. It's like she's, her estate sale. Yeah, she's walking out and she's like, mira, like this really because we love animal print. Like my grandma and I go crazy for some cheetah print. <laughs> And so she, one time I had this cheetah print coat that my friend gave me for my birthday one year. 
And she walks into my closet and I forgot to put it away. And she walks out and she's like, oh, in Spanish. She's like, they don't make them like this in Mexico. I'm like, you can have it. <laughs> like, I didn't grow up telling my grandma, no, you don't yeah. do that, you know. And so I haven't seen that coat since then. I'm sure she has it yeah. somewhere scurried away. But, um, but yeah, I think, too, just my whole family was uh, thrifting yeah. and... And now with the reselling with the loose, I think just being able to have that close to home, have uh-huh. it named after my grandmother and my mother, like the legacy, I guess, of just thrifting. Um, and I think I wanted to encompass not just reselling and vintage, like clothing, but like items and, and reworked items, handmade reworked items. vintage, yeah. handmade items. You know, I learned how to sew from my mom just with the machine and I never learned how to read patterns. Like I'd never had formal like sewing training. Mm-hmm. It was always like turn it on and you go like this and you just figure things out as yeah. you go. You know, one of the first items that I made with my mom, that was like a big thing because I would make like aprons and bows and stuff when I was a teen. But one of the bigger things I made was my prom dress which I'm sure wow. if you're hearing this, like people are thinking like those weird ball gowns yeah, with like bees. No, I wanted to look like Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to look like this Katy Perry dress she wore. It was blue. It was like three different shades of blue. It was like to a random like red carpet event. But I was like, this is what I want. And um, my mom's like, okay, well, we'll make it. And we went to like LA to the... Um, the fabric district and found like the different blues and we all we had was like a google image of the dress we didn't even think to like look up the original dress well back then you didn't have like google image search Mm -hmm. or anything and i didn't know who designed it like i only knew that katie Perry wore it to this one event and so all we had was that picture to go off of and we spent like days working on that and i remember my mom like one of the she's like you need to finish it yourself because she got so frustrated She's like, just figure it out, you know, and I finished it and I wore it to my prom and wow. I, I still have it because it's just one of those pieces that I'm like, I can't believe I, I made it and yeah. I figured it out and, you know, we made it together. So, um, but yeah, a lot of that comes from just, I guess like necessity? The, the necessity, but also like the challenge. Yeah. I think there's a challenge of like wanting to find these things in the wild as we call it like we'll say like yeah i want to find it in the wild just like on the rack somewhere in someone's closet or i don't know just not have to go out and buy something yeah absolutely so that i guess that leads me i mean we can go back to like other things but um is there anyone that you drew inspiration fashion wise either then or now or maybe even you know someone that's making their own stuff off of repurposed materials or resellers that Mm. we know like who inspires you to like expand and push your boundaries and keep keep doing it Mm. um yeah i know this is not a question we just (laughs) i asked you (laughs) we got those questions later but um just out of curiosity, who yeah. who inspires you or what inspires you? I think for me, you know, like I, like, like I was saying earlier when I was rockabilly as a teen, I started to come out of my shell 
when Lady Gaga came around. Okay. And I heard Just Dance, and yeah. my life changed. <laughs> I became a little monster. A little monster. But Lady Gaga, for me, just opened these doors that were like, oh, I could, I could be whatever I want. I can dress however I want. I don't have to stay in this circle of like red lipstick, black wing liner. Mm-hmm. Like I could be anyone, you know? And yeah. I think that really opened my eyes because she was a chameleon, right? Like she just would wear so many different things. Yeah. Every day she looked different and it didn't necessarily like reflect her personality. It was just like she could do those things. So it started then, I think, when I discovered Lady Gaga. And then from there, just trying to build my own sense of style, I was a big Tumblr girl. I mean, mm-hmm. I still have my Tumblr account. <laughs> I don't use it anymore. But Tumblr, like, changed my life. You know, I I wasn't really into MySpace as much mm-hmm. or Facebook or even Instagram. I was really late to Instagram mm-hmm. because I was like, what is this? This is not Tumblr. I can't reblog this, you know? Yeah. But Tumblr for me was like being able to curate your space, kind of like my space, but more visual. And I'm a very visual learner and I just get inspired visually. Um, so Tumblr was big for me and trying to figure out what do I like? Who am I as a person? And I think now... I have become inspired by like just taking textiles and like looking at them in a different way, like a Mm -hmm. a vintage quilt, like wanting to make that into clothing. And some of the accounts I follow, like on Instagram, I'm still not on TikTok because I'm old, I guess. But (laughs) on Instagram, um, there's this girl, her name's Taylor from um, the Portland area. I think it's Softpaw Vintage or Softpaw something i'm sorry it's on instagram but um she's super cool she makes like quilt coats and she'll do like you know sweatshirts with quilt pieces and stuff and um i discovered her account because i think i was like looking at portland stuff when we were really into portland Mm -hmm. and like man just being able to create something from something that already exists and like repurpose it and um that's been one of my inspirations and just like in general like the sewing community on instagram Mm -hmm. has been something that i've been like delving into and a lot of the times you know as in every community there's elitists of Mm -hmm. like this is the only way to sew or you can only you can't cut up quilts and it's like uh, i I don't know like there's no right or wrong it's just like i'm just gonna do what feels right to me what comes naturally to me and if i'm inspired by something i just want to follow that Mm -hmm. and follow the inspiration and see where it takes me and i think that's just a new process for me of like allowing myself to do those things so i guess i'm i'm inspired by just different things like if i see something thrifting i'll pick it up and then come back to it and and be re-inspired by it so yeah that's cool so you started doing um little quilt pieces on crew necks and now you started making like hand I don't know what you call a hand piece like yeah <laughs> like piece work coats blanket coats yeah like, what yeah. would you call that um I say like patchwork like patchwork. yeah okay. blanket coats and quilt coats um yeah I just I saw one and I'm like I really I can do this I can yeah. make this you know and 
and they go for a lot of money and I understand why they're very expensive one if you use a vintage quilt th those are priceless yeah. you know somebody's like grandmother made yeah. those but you know and, and I think the the controversy is like you're cutting up someone's work but like if someone's work is at the Goodwill I don't think their family really cared about it anymore yeah. you yeah. know and it's gonna end up in the landfill if nobody picks it up um you know so I, I think uh, you know that's a whole other topic yeah, yeah, but yeah um I, I just wanted to kind of stretch myself with like, what am I seeing in front of me and how can I create something out of this? So yeah, I've just been taking, and it did start with like the sweatshirts, putting mm -hmm. some stuff on sweatshirts, kind of testing my, my skills again. I hadn't sewed in, I think since I made my prom dress, yeah. just because I haven't been in a place like mentally to mm -hmm. like sit down and be able to handle sewing. Because uh, it, it does take a lot. I'm not good at math. So yeah. <laughs> a lot of it has to do with math. And it just takes a lot of thinking on my end to like really piece things together. Because even though I am a visual learner, I have to like physically do it and then realize my mistakes and then undo. And so yeah. just a lot because I don't, I don't know how to read patterns. It's something I'm starting to challenge myself to learn to read and like figure out how things go together. But I've just been really enjoying like the process of making like a coat or, or a piece of clothing out of other pieces of clothing yeah. or, you know, a blanket. And it's just been really rewarding to That's be able cool. to like explore that aspect of still being true to my thrifty self, mm -hmm. but also utilizing my skill of sewing, which, you know, I was talking to my mom um, and yeah, I talk to my mom a lot. <laughs> I'm like, Paul Rudd and I love you, man. I need to get some fucking friends. <laughs> um, hello. hello. <laughs> I love my mom, though. She's awesome. I, I love talking to her. But so so we called I Love You Mom. I Love You Mom. That's yep. my movie, yep. too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and um, I already forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> you were talking to your mom. Yeah, well, I'm always talking to my mom. <laughs> but I just think, like, I am just trying different things at the yeah. end of the day. I think that's what I'm trying to say is I'm just trying to figure out what brings me joy yep. and just do those things and yep. whatever comes of it may come. Yeah. And part of that is turning out the noise because I think no matter what kind of community you're involved in, it can get noisy, it can get mm -hmm. messy, it can get unkind. Mm -hmm. um, so I appreciate what we've been able to do. You know, when it doesn't feel right, mm -hmm. we'll stop doing that thing. And <laughs> Yeah, and I think honestly what really helped us was our antique booth. Yeah. And that's something that I didn't know I had the dream of until like a few years ago. Um, you know, I, I always struggled with dreaming and, and allowing myself to dream because I'm like I can't I can't hope for good things because then they won't come mm -hmm. and, and realizing the reality is the opposite of that you know if I really wanted something to just will it into existence essentially mm -hmm. and I oh my gosh I like remember like being in the bowling <laughs> parking lot with Thomas your yeah. brother and like getting the text that like I I'm gonna get my antique booth yeah. like in two months and being on that I was on a waiting list for a whole year mm -hmm. 
at one of my favorite antique stores in Mesa. And, um, man, it was just life-changing for me to, like, sign the contract that says I have an antique booth because yeah. now it's, like, it's just crazy, like, to have a space that's ours and we can put, you know, our, our finds in there and being able to check every day, like, did we sell anything? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then seeing what sold and wondering who that person was yeah. that bought it or... So it's a dream come true to have an antique booth. I think for me, it's something that like maybe was a, a later realized dream, but what a fulfilling dream to have, you know, and be able to live that and like get to say like my husband and I have an antique booth. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I think with that, like it kind of just builds on itself. It's like a natural progression of thrifting and finding these items and sharing them with people and being able to sustain like our, our love of thrifting yeah. in that way. I mean, it's cool too. It's a cool feeling knowing that people love what we find. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. That it, there's a natural love of the things that we find, which is cool, mm -hmm. you know? And we're not the only ones that do this, you know? I, no. There's really good people mm -hmm. in the community, you know, that have helped us and supported us, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Alan from Nothing New, yeah. like was one of the first people that I saw that I knew had yeah. an antique booth. And I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. Like, I I feel like I want to do that, mm -hmm. too. And, um, I mean, he's nothing but supportive in, yeah. in anything. So, um, great guy to to kind of, like, yeah. follow and, and an be in their presence. Too. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> hustler and a half. So is Casey from yeah. Jesters. I mean, yep. just great. I mean, CISA, cool. It's amazing. Yeah. It's just so many people Hang in the... Hangar 9. Yeah, Hangar 9. Just true vintage items. I yeah. mean, we know so many people that resell vintage or in the vintage community one way or another that are just amazing. And, and that's really what kept us in the community was the people because... It can be hard. You know, we both work full-time still, um, corporate jobs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And it's tough because I think for me, I, I'm so not that corporate person. I'm, I'm very, like, I would say I'm more free-spirited mm -hmm. at heart. I, I want to be more, um, you know, that artsy person that just... I don't know, follows their dreams. But I think the reality of that is still, I can't do that yet, but I'm getting to a place where I'm believing that I can, yeah, you yeah. know? So just having like, just seeing other people get to do that, it's inspiring and, and to have those people be our friends is, is great. Yeah, yeah, because it's, you have to surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. Um, no matter where. Yeah. Or... One, it's not going to be fun anymore. Or two, you're going to wind up <laughs> in the with the wrong people, and it just becomes like a toxic environment. And we've seen it. Yeah, I mean that's like with anything. Yeah. Right? But yeah, I mean we've experienced it firsthand. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is cool. Yeah. So <laughs> um, we're going to go to um, some of the questions I asked you, okay. and we don't know what we have on our list. So I think you read my list over no, I, my no, I shoulder. Didn't. I really did not. <laughs> Cross my heart. Hope to die. <laughs> don't say that. I mean, I don't hope to die. <laughs> okay. Is that, say, is that the saying? Uh, Cross my heart. Hope to die. Stick a needle in my eye. Yeah, it's really more Like, what do we kids say But that? then it reminds me of the system song. Oh, okay. Okay. Sitting in my room with a needle in my hand. 
Which goes back to your extensive system of a down <laughs> collection. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Dang, the... system not even on my list. <laughs> That's like a given, though. Yeah, and you have a uh, si- system of a down for yeah. people yeah. that don't know. Yeah. Which we're if all you don't speaking. know. I'm judging. So. <laughs> um, so the two questions is, and we can alternate. I'll let you do your top five. For the first question, I'll do my top five of the first question. Okay. And then your five for the second and five for the second. Okay. Um, that may sound confusing, but it'll make sense when we get into it. So the first question is uh, the top five pieces you have found or we have found collectively. Uh, thrifting, yard sales, swap meet. Uh, estate sales. Estate sales, okay. anything like that. Um, okay. So yeah, you can do your your list, and this doesn't have to. I don't really think it's in an order. It could be in order, but okay. Yeah, I'll let you do yours. Do I do all five? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a little talking on my end. <laughs> um, okay, so I would say number five. I um, last year for Halloween, I went. Well, not oh. for Halloween, but in October. I went to one of my favorite thrift stores, and I'm not going to say because I'm a gatekeeper but <laughs> <laughs> what thrift store it is. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so for they like they had like a launch day for their Halloween collection at the thrift store, yeah. so I was like first in line like yeah. that day. I'm like, what time are you guys putting stuff out? So I get there and like, you know, just. Uh, everybody's like rushing in and there's this one rack of clothes and I was like I'll go back to it I didn't even go there first I went to like I wanted some plushy bat that I saw there yeah. like you had sent me a picture yeah, of the day before like, you gotta get I'm like I want this bat I still have them <laughs> um but anyway so I got that looked around and then I went to the clothing rack and I found a Cartoon Network NASCAR Scooby-Doo shirt yeah Front to back, like perfect condition. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, this is like a hundred dollar tee yeah. for sure. I found it for six dollars. So I'm like, obviously I'm picking this up. Yeah. And it's so Scooby-Doo. in my head, yeah, I mean I love Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo is one of my favorites. I grew up watching Scooby Doo. I had the Scooby Doo computer game. Like, just I love Scooby. So at first I'm like, well, I'm gonna keep it. It's like a hundred dollar tee, probably, like, which is still amazing. Yeah. Like you don't find that every day, you know. So I didn't tell you I found that. I just told you I got the plushie back. Which is my favorite. And some other stuff. I know. You love when I don't tell you. (laughs) So I get home and I tell him to come help me in the trunk. And I pull out the Scooby piece. And his jaw drops. And um, we ended up selling it for like $700 on eBay. So I would say that's like our number one like profit turn ever. That was was a crazy, crazy piece. That's definitely in my top five. Yeah. Um. Number four I put on here was the Kuji cardigan. Yeah. Which kind of leaves a nasty taste in my mouth because we sold it for so cheap. Yeah. Um, but we were young and in the game. Yeah. yeah. I remember we went to Sun City yeah. and hit up the thrift stores like a full that, day. That row of thrift stores. Yeah, it was like a row of thrift yeah. stores. I'm sure a lot of people know about that. Yeah. But yeah. um, I remember like like the third thrift store in. It's a, I just found, I pull out 
what I thought was Coogee, and yeah. it was. It was Coogee. I thought it was a pullover, but it was a cardigan. A cardigan. I was like, this is so cool, and it was on sale for a dollar. Yeah. I was like, a dollar? Like, this is crazy. Yeah. And it's just one of those feelings. Like, I think if you're a thrifter, then you know, like, what that feeling is. It's just like a rush. Like, I don't know how else to explain it, but you're just like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like, it's just super exciting to find... And maybe not a lot of people think that stuff is cool, but when you see it and it's in front of you and it's in your hands, like not only that, but then the price the of price, something, yeah, it's yeah. just like, I just found this for a dollar. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like you can't make up that feeling, no. you know? No. That one was really exciting. Yeah. Um, and I love that one. Number three, I think you found these, but it was at an estate sale in Mesa. And, like, it wasn't that great. It was kind of messy. Oh, yes. And I remember we both go in the room with the closet. And there was actually cardboard boxes on the bed. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I was in the physical closet. And I think you pulled these out, right? Or was it me? No, I found the Dumb and Dumber t-shirt. Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. It was Tommy Boy. It was Tommy Boy. But mine, we found two Nine Inch nice nails, nails tees. Yep in the boxes on the bed and it was like a sunday so this estate sale had already been there like Like three three days days. and i was like what one of them had a huge hole in it to be fair but the other one was great like a perfect fade Mm -hmm. i think we paid like 50 cents a piece for those and they sold super quick and i wish we would have kept one of them because it's like man they were just so cool yeah um so that's that's number three for me um my second favorite is (laughs) a goosebumps sheet and i know that's like probably basic and dumb but i had been looking for this goosebumps sheet like in the wild for so long years i think like i mean obviously and i'll get into it later but one of my dream is like a a black goosebumps shirt um but i'll take the goosebumps sheet (laughs) i'm and one of the few things i collect is goosebumps books yeah um i love you almost have the full og yeah i'm missing like 12 okay and the rule is i only thrift them and they have to be two dollars or under i won't pay more than that um just rules for myself yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) for my sake um but yeah the goosebumps sheet it's purple it's got like all the cool characters in it and i just i used it to put it on like crew necks and i i sell some with crew necks with that sheet Uh, eventually i want to make a dress or something out of it just something fun but that was on my list forever Mm -hmm. i found it at the thrift store for four dollars and i'm just like yeah this is one of the best days is finding this sheet i was so stoked (laughs) i like almost ran to you i know And I think my number one favorite piece that we've ever found thrifting was actually like right before it got into the thrift store. Oh, yes. So this guy is an older gentleman, had this box full of items that he was taking inside the Goodwill. And I saw from the back, it looked like a, it said like, hang this up. I don't know. It had directions to like hang up this cardboard piece. Yeah. And it, the directions just looked old to me, maybe like from the 90s. And I was like, oh, are you like donating these items? And he's like, yeah, my wife was a teacher mm-hmm. and the, these were hanging up in her classroom and she's getting rid of them. 
And he turns a, turns it around, and it's an M.C. Escher painting. Yeah. In the original packaging. Yeah. The plastic, everything. And when we and I was like, "Oh, you're donating that? Like, can we have it? Like, you know, can we pay you for it?" He's like, "Oh, I was just gonna donate it." He's like, "Yeah, take it before I put it in the box." Because once you put it in the box, yeah, you can't take you it can't from take there. It. And yeah, he gave it to us, yeah. and I was like. You have no idea. Like, we collect MC Escher mm-hmm. things. It's one of your favorite artists. And, um, yeah, he gave it to us. And that was... It's still one of my favorite pieces. Because it's, like, just seeing it from afar. Yeah. Being able to, like, ask somebody and then being receptive to, like, giving yeah. it to you. Obviously, still offering money. Like, if... Yeah. Even though they That's were the going thing. to donate it, it's just respectful. Like, yeah. to just, you know, can I offer you some money for it? Because it's a beautiful piece. I yeah. mean, it was in perfect condition. Like, the back ended up being from, like, 91. Yeah. Um, when they used to do, like, art pieces wrapped in plastic. And you could... Ha- it was a type of plastic that you could hang it on the with wall. With the plastic. With the plastic without, car- like, yeah. without a frame. Yeah. Um, and we eventually, you know, framed still it. it we wall. still have it on the wall. <laughs> but it's just one of those pieces that brings together all of those things I love about thrifting. Which is, like connection the connection there's camaraderie there story and there's story and yeah. it's just like we now have this piece hanging in our home and it has such a beautiful story behind it yeah. rather than like oh i bought it on amazon or i bought it like uh michael's on ebay, on or, eBay. Yeah, yeah i don't know like just i don't know how normal people buy stuff yeah, yeah. but um so yeah i think that's that's my list of the top five that's awesome i don't i don't think we have any overlap I have a similar one, but not the same one. Okay. But yeah, like winter years. Yeah, so I would say not in the order, but I the same thrift store you found the Scooby Doo shirt. I found some '80s Michael Jordan pants. Oh, um, yeah. the blue ones. The black ones oh, the black with, ones. but it had the blue '80s Nike That's tag. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, and they were like for a couple bucks and. I regret getting like most of these things on the list. I regret. I mean, they had to go to someone, I guess. So it doesn't matter when it goes, I guess. But it's just one of those things where I could. I wish I would have held on to just to look at it a little bit longer, mm-hmm. and I didn't do that because <laughs> um, they were just black. They had the zip, like the quarter zip on the leg, and then the blue Nike tag with the Jordan logo. And I know exactly when those came out. You know, um, the the next one is a Kuji sweater. And the reason why I chose this one is the same thrift store, <laughs> but a couple of days before they were releasing their winter stuff. Yeah. And on the rack was one they had for $200. God. And I was like, nah, no, because nah. I had it in my hand. I didn't, I didn't assume that they were going to be charging this much at a thrift. Well, now that's, <laughs> that's the norm. Different um, story now. Yeah. But but then, like, a week later, I found one on the rack for four bucks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, why did... Like, yeah. how did that happen? Yeah. How did someone charge way too much? Mm-hmm. And then they could let, like, one slip through the cracks. And I thought the one that slipped through the cracks was cooler. You know? Yeah, so exciting. Um, yeah, so that was probably my fourth one. My third one is the Picasso jacket we found. Oh, yeah. Amelia still has yeah. that, I think. Yeah, yeah. 
because uh, she has the same birthday as Picasso. Yeah, right? is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, that's so funny. We, yeah, I'm like notorious for like knowing who has what piece I've yeah. sold because I have such an attachment to like certain pieces. <laughs> but I'll tell you like what thrift store we found it at, yep. how much we paid for it, and who eventually bought it. That's how you know which thrift store we're gonna go to. If you're like, which thrift store is this? I was like, well, we found this there, and he's like, you're like, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I'm terrible with directions, yeah. <laughs> and I think most people from like SoCal are terrible at directions, or that's just people that I know are yeah. terrible at directions. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's all I remember. Like, oh, what thrift store are we going to? And then he'll be like, oh, we found the Coogee there. I'm like, oh, okay, then yeah, I know which one. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah. Um, my. Second one would be the Robert Smith shirt. Oh, second. Second, huh. yeah. Um, and this was like the, the t- <laughs> I was shaking when I came to you. <laughs> do you remember? Yes, I do. Because I was, you know, there was, a, you know, going into it, you're like, man, there's a lot of people looking for stuff, you mm-hmm. know, and you're like, well, I'm just going to keep digging. Mm-hmm. So that's just like a testament to keep digging, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, not just for clothes, but for anything. Just keep going. You're going to find something. Yeah. Um, and for $2.20, I found a 1980s Robert Smith. Not a not a Cure shirt, but just a straight up Robert, Robert Smith shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, extra large, perfect size, no dry ride. I mean. Perfect fade. Pristine. Yeah. I was shaking. Yeah, I remember you're like you're when you find something good your eyes get so big and you start like speed walking yeah. towards me and i'm like oh he's got he's got something good yeah it just was surreal mm-hmm. and we yeah. found other good stuff that time too yeah it was a good trip for um, sure it's just it's just crazy to me that you know because the, the same one i think i found a jordan 2000 shirt for like 25 bucks yeah you know? like it's a like, harley shirt from yeah. like 2013 yeah for like 27 dollars <laughs> yeah. um which leads me to my favorite find ever and i think it may have been because we're so young doing it but it's the Aaliyah memorial shirt dang um wait the nwo shirt's not on your list i forgot about it <laughs> uh <laughs> Honorable mention NWO wrestling shirt. <laughs> Giovanni which, has that one. Giovanni, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's the Aaliyah Memorial tee, just based off of how dope the shirt is, yeah. right? Front back, mm-hmm. perfect fade, mm-hmm. and couple bucks, and that's when we were just barely starting out. Yeah. And it was like our grill piece when we had our first pop up. Mm-hmm. It's the one we had in front because it was the best one we had. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we sold it too low. I don't really regret selling it. No? I know you do. Yeah. But I just think it had its time with us, I guess. I feel the opposite. But that's, <laughs> that's what's cool about it is that we right. feel differently about different things. Yes. That's um, true. And, and we're allowed to, you yeah. know, which is cool, which is part of the part of the fun mm-hmm. you know what someone thinks is dope someone else may not think is dope and what some you know like it yeah. just goes both ways right it's super fun um so we can go to our maybe i'll start this one off okay um so pieces we wish we could find in the thrift in the wild like you said mm-hmm. um i have i only have four but you can have as many as you want <laughs> 
most of all of mine are clothing related. <laughs> um, two of them is because I collect. Well, three of them is because I collect these things essentially. Okay. Um, but an MC Escher tee. Mm, I yeah. really want an MC Escher tee. In your size. I would love it if it was in my size, but yeah. being a, a thick boy, I don't know <laughs> if that's... Well, just put it out there, manifest yeah. it in yeah. your size. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> yep, in my size. Um, preferably black, I'll rock white, I don't care. Uh, any design, there's so many of his pieces of art that I absolutely love. Yeah. Um, will not be picky on that. Um, Noted. Yeah. <laughs> Universe. Um <laughs> Any any clothing item Wu Tang related, mm. uh, wrap tee would be great. You do have some dope Wu Tang pieces. Yeah, to I be do. Fair. I do. I have a vintage protection neck, original logo, single, single, single uh, stitch. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're speaking vintage lingo. Um, and then like an airbrush one, which is super cool. Um, but like Wu wear, but I haven't been able to like thrift those pieces you right. know like i yeah you're right i want to be able to like have that same feeling because gotcha. even if it's not my size i'm keeping that mm -hmm. like i'm keeping it because it's what i collect um mm -hmm. which goes to my next one teenage mutant ninja turtles anything teenage mutant ninja turtles like clothing related i don't care if it's kids i don't care like i just want 89 and 90 in that era right. to bring me back to m my childhood mm -hmm. you know and I have a lot of the toys, and I'll continue collecting a lot of the toys, but only if I can find them in person right. so I can feel them. Um, but, and then my last one would be a PBS Arthur. Like, I just, <laughs> <laughs> I love Arthur. Yes. Um, now that I thought, I thought of another one on the spot, but Arthur or there was a PBS show called Ghost Rider, oh, and they did the yeah, collaboration the Nike. with Nike. Yeah. Grail of Grails for me. I don't yep. wear Nikes as much as I do New Balance anymore, but give me a Ghost Rider shirt, <laughs> game over. It's so a those, grail. Are the, those are the ones I'm putting out in the universe. Hopefully, I'll find those soon. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I love that list. I love the addition of Ghost Rider. I know that's been on your yeah. list for a long time. Yep. Oh, let's see. Okay, so for me, I, I like I mentioned earlier, a Goosebumps shirt. I know that there's some I've seen in white. I really want a black one. And I think for these things, I don't know that it exists. I could probably Google it and yeah. find out. I don't want to. I want to go to the thrift store yeah. and I want to find it. Yep. And I want to be shocked and yep. be like, damn, this is really cool. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, but that's and definitely on my tag list. Tag Vintage Awards. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just joking. You might. I may not. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm like the, I'm kind of like a ghosty on yeah, Instagram yeah. where yeah. I'm just like, I'll post it maybe. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't really like. You don't need the clout. No. Yeah. I, I, I I'm that. my own personal clout person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I'll just take a picture and then look at it, yeah. even though I own it. <laughs> um, I would say up there with that is a Casper shirt. Okay. Specifically, I want it black. I want it a little faded. From the movie? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Movie yeah. for sure. I mean, one of the best movies ever for yeah. me. I've seen it a million times. I'll hail the queen. I'll hail the queen. Chrissy Derricky. <laughs> um, so Casper shirt in black on a nice fade. Yep. Um, just the one that says Casper and he's on there. And No fatso or stinky or... I mean, I'll take it. But I really want the OG. Just, okay. Just Casper on there. Um, 
I really want to find, and this is not clothing related, but I really want to find these wood theater seats okay. yeah. that are still connected. And they're like from, I don't know, maybe early 1900s. I don't even know the time frame. But I've seen them a few times. I remember we stayed at uh, an Airbnb in Portland and they had one there. I was like, oh, I really want that in my house. I don't know the functionality. I don't know that I'll fit in one of those seats. <laughs> but I really want them. And I want them to have like the number. And I want it to be like this really nice, rich brown wood color. It's like a test seat. Yeah. For yeah. Ride, ride yes. Park. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, it's something I've wanted for a few years. And I'm still looking. You know, I've seen some on like marketplaces. or I mean, I'll even take it at the NC store, but... I'm not going to pay $500, you know, even if that's what they're worth. I just, I want to find it in the wild. It's on my list of things that I really want. Love that. Um, my next piece, um, I love the X-Files. I love anything alien related. Yep. I have, it's one of the things I collect. I collect alien books, vintage, like alien teas. doesn't have to be specifically X-Files, but I'll prefer it. I love the X-Files. Um, so I have a collection already of some alien teas, but I really want the X-Files tomb tea. Oh, yeah. And tomb is one of the, you know, monsters, I guess you could call them in, in, in the X-Files. In the first season, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. But there's this shirt. It's black and it says tomb and it's got his eyes and he's got these yellow eyes. And like part of the shirt is just like a rectangle with his oh. eyes. Oh, it's so sick. That's like on my list. I don't list. think I've ever seen that. I need to show you once yeah. this is over. I'll yeah. show you. I think I showed it to you before. I think Akon I and I talked about it a little bit. I don't bit. think I've seen it visually, I'll have though. to show you. It's really, really cool. Yeah. That's on my list. Um, and then I have two more. And I'm kind of grouping them together because they're Disney teas. Yeah. Um, Big Thunder Mountain, a vintage tea or a crew neck. My favorite ride Mr. at Mama. Disneyland. <laughs> I love that ride. It's fantastic. It's amazing. I really want a vintage tea. Finding merch for that ride is, is tough because I don't really know why. It's a great ride. I feel it's, like everybody loves everybody it. Everybody loves that but ride. But maybe that's why it's hard to find merch for that is because everyone loves but it. But I've never seen anybody wear it or post no. it. No, that's Haunted true. Mansion, Splash Mountain. I've seen so much of that. Well, that's another one on my list. Oh, so okay. don't start talking crap. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm not, I'm not talking crap. I'm just saying like as far as rarity. <laughs> right, yeah. Like I've never seen no. any vintage Big Thunder. No. I've seen a shirt, but it was white, and I don't, I don't want a white yeah. shirt or a crew neck. Um, and yeah, Haunted Mansion crew neck would be on there. A vintage one. OG. Um, like, yes. Okay, not yeah. the holiday. No, because I have a holiday. Yeah. Haunted Mansion. It's my sleep shirt. So. Yeah. It's <laughs> I so wear thin. sleep to vintage. Sleep to I mean, vintage. I mean, wait, I wear vintage to sleep. <laughs> That's oh, right. Man. This is the raw, uncut. Yeah, yeah uncut version. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think that's on my list for now. I could probably add like a bunch. I think too, when I go thrifting, I'm kind of thinking, what do I need in the moment? Yeah. Like, like it, like, cause we're moving soon. I'm like, well, I kind of want some storage. And so I'll go into the thrift store and go to that section first. And more than likely I'll find something that yeah. I'm like, oh, we can use this box for storage or we can use this trunk for storage and and that's kind of like where 
I start accumulating a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, well, I can use this for something. Um, but that's always been my mentality of like, if I need something, can I thrift it first? And mm-hmm. obviously some things I won't thrift, used, but 99% of the items I will. And I usually find them. Yeah. You know, just you're bound to find most of the things Absolutely. that you want at the thrift. So yeah, yeah, that's my list. That's awesome. Um, so you're starting to do quilt jackets. Um, where can people find pictures of the one you just created? You can't, you can't I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well you can find it on my personal Instagram. It's life as I know it is paradise. <laughs> And look, that name has been with me since I had my Instagram, and it used to be my blog name on Tumblr, and I just haven't changed yeah. it. And so I'm just one of those. I guess I'm forever. old now, where I'm just gonna, you know what? That's my Instagram name. Yeah. Um. So life as I know it is paradise on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I might post it on our De La Luz page mm-hmm. just to have it there as well, and for our antique booth, and, and just for. Our, vintage thrifting business we we grow as de la luz vintage on instagram yeah um yeah feel free to message me i'm nicer i think in person yeah <laughs> I, i'm nice on instagram but yeah i'm kind of like you're cautious i guess i don't I, know i don't know i i have more of the customer <laughs> service i think built in I'm, me i'm not naturally a customer service person yeah, yeah. i think I can shoot the shit with someone. Yeah. Um, I do have a hard time if you ask me stupid questions. Yeah. <laughs> like there is such thing for me. Yeah. And that's why Steven, if you if you message Dallas, you'll get Steven and he's really <laughs> nice and that's how you know it's him. <laughs> Not that I'm mean. Yeah. I, I'm just I get annoyed really easily. <laughs> Especially if you message Delalus and yeah. say, Hey bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm There's gonna two be two of us. There's and a picture. Neither, neither a of picture us are us. bros. I'm not a bro. <laughs> Unless you're like, actually my bro. You're one bro. My one bro. Well, actually, you have uh, three other three. ones. Yeah. In-laws. Yeah, true. So. <laughs> but they never call me bro. No. <laughs> hey, what if weird. Angel calls me bro? Yeah. A seven-year-old <laughs> yeah. bro. What's up, bro? <laughs> oh, yeah. Steven has seven-year-old in-laws. Triplets. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's, I guess, where you can find us, is the loose vintage. Yeah, and our booth is N12. N12 at Call It New, Call It Antique in Mesa. Yeah. Um, They're amazing there. If you go there and you walk out without anything, I mean, obviously we're not friends. but (laughs) Not not from us. No, no, no. I'm saying from the entire antique store. Like, that antique store is one of the best in the valley, I think. Um, Shout out, Ryan. Shout out, right? Yeah. <laughs> Customer service is great. Like, yeah. they're amazing there. Um, and if you don't know how an antique store works, I'll just break it down real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. So, essentially, it's like a mall, mm-hmm. but for different vendors. So, every, like, square section that you go to is a different vendor. And some vendors have multiple booths is what we call them. Um, but you... So, we go... We have our own booth, right? And so, what we do is each item that we put into our booth has our dealer number so ours specifically is 227 and so everything is marked 227 and then you know we have to physically write down and price all of our items 
even if it's like one glass, like I have to yeah. write down like this is a Winnie the Pooh glass and it's $5 um, and stick it on there. And then once you take it up to the front, they know that it's my item because it says 227 and that's my dealer number. So whenever you're shopping at an antique store and you're looking at different booths, that's that person's like curated space. And um, that's how it's in a way it's like a mall, but your, your cash center is just one place. Yep. It's like as if you exit and you just pay one time for yep. all of your items, even though they come from like, I think we have over 200 vendors in yeah. that antique store. Um, but we love it there. We sometimes just go just to shop because it's so much fun. But, I mean, there were times we were to go and we wouldn't even get through half of it. Like yeah, we were starting such at a one, big... one area and then end up at a, you know, like we wouldn't even get through it all. Yeah. Um, trying to find Jester's booth number. Do you know his at I all? Don't, I think it's like Q or P. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, but look up Jester's Thrift. On Instagram? Yeah, he's... It's like around the corner from ours. I, yeah. I will have to ask him, and maybe we'll put it in the description what his yeah. um, booth number is. But yeah. if you just walk around, there's so many different vendors there. Yeah. And it's a great way to, like, spend your weekend or if you, you know, don't work... They're open seven days a week, so yeah. you can go at any 11 time. 11 to 5. 11 to 5, yeah. Um, and not just to support us. It's literally, like, just yeah. support anyone. Yeah. Um, and antique, like, gifts are so much fun. You know, I think, yeah. like, it's one of my favorite things to do is yeah. to gift people, like, antiques and something that's... I love receiving Super antiques. Unique. You know, yeah. it's such a unique way to, like, give somebody a gift. Especially, like, I think older people really yeah. appreciate it because maybe they're more nostalgic. Um, but being able to find a piece that, like, resonates with someone. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Awesome. Well, well, thank you for, for joining. You're welcome. This is fun. <laughs> and uh, have safe travels back to your home. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you guys for, for listening and uh, look forward to doing more of these. Yeah. Hit me up if you want a coat. Yeah. I'll be nice. Yeah. <laughs> She will. I'll I make... will. He'll, he'll screen my messages. <laughs> you know what? That's not true because no. I'll I'll be like, um, does this sound nice? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'll write will. it out and I'll let you read it. Yeah. And, and it's not that I mean. I, I just have bitchy tendencies. So <laughs> no, that's fine. From the IE. From the IE. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little ghetto still. <laughs> but thank you guys. Yeah. And thanks, thank you. Babe. I yeah. love you. Love you. Peace.